welcome to the Freshman Fitness Podcast, a podcast designed specifically for beginners trying to navigate the difficulties of getting started with their fitness journey. My name is Emily and I'm a certified personal trainer and gym rat dedicated to providing you with the tools necessary you need to start your fitness journey and to stick with it. This podcast is all about sharing no BS tips, real reviews, and personal stories to help you build the confidence you need to achieve your fitness goals. Let's get into it. Today's episode, as requested by my readers and listeners, is going to be about my own personal fitness journey, how I got started going from lazy girl to gym fanatic. To rewind back to when I was growing up, I played soccer, softball, and basketball since I can remember all the way through high school. Once I got to high school though, I kind of lost interest in playing sports, but I still played both soccer and softball mainly. And I'll be the first person to admit that I was the laziest person on the field at all times. I hated the routine, I hated showing up every day, and I hated forcing myself to play. It simply wasn't enjoyable for me anymore, but for some reason I didn't have it in me to quit. So I played and pushed through. Now we're going to flash forward to my freshman year of college. This is kind of where it all began for me. I remember sitting in my dorm room bored out of my mind because I was so used to being on the go all the time, going to practices, going to games, and not really having much free time. So when I went to college and all I was doing was going to class, coming back, doing my homework, and pretty much nothing else, I didn't know what to do with myself. Not to mention, I felt extremely out of shape because I was used to being so active and now I was doing nothing. And at the time, I didn't really think of the gym. I didn't really have any interest in going to the gym. So my first thought was, why don't I try to go for a walk? I'm going to college in New England. It's winter and it is absolutely freezing outside. And there's a 0% chance that I am going outside for a walk. So what happened? I ended up in the school gym. I started to enjoy going to the gym and walking on the treadmill. I would have my shows pre-recorded on my phone. I would watch those when I was walking on the treadmill and I was just enjoying my body actually moving again and getting some exercise. At this point, you're probably thinking, okay, so that's great. You got into walking, you got into cardio, but how did you actually get into lifting weights? Because that seems to be what you focus on now, which is very true. After about a year, I noticed that when I looked in the mirror, I did not have that lean toned body that I was trying to achieve because you got to think about it. I grew up an athlete, so I was used to having some muscle, used to being in shape like that. I never went to the gym, but the body I wanted was a more athletic toned sort of body. And what I started to realize is that I am starting to look very skinny, which is good. You know, it's good to be skinny, but I personally did not like it. I did not want that kind of body. So then I had to reassess where I was at. After doing some research, I realized that in order to be toned, you have to build muscle mass first. And at this point, any muscle mass that I previously had had gone away because all I was doing was cardio and I wasn't really focusing on my nutrition at all because I didn't realize that that was so important at the time. So I started lifting weights, barely. And by this, I mean, I did what every good beginner does. I walked around the gym, staring at every single machine, thinking, what the heck does this thing do? I would hop on random machines, lift a few weights, and then walk out and feel like I accomplished something. Which, to be fair, this was a step in the right direction, so I technically did accomplish something. It just wasn't really on the direct path to success to getting the body I wanted. So I did this for about a year. Then I took a long, hard look in the mirror again. Turns out I still did not have any muscle tone at all. 
I was beyond confused at this point. I'd been lifting weights for over a year, so I should have muscle mass, right? But once again, I turned to Google, as every reasonable human does. The Google search came up something like this. Eat more food. Eat less food. Eat more protein. Don't eat too much protein. Do cardio. Don't do cardio. Do more weight, less reps. Do less weight, more reps. Carbs are essential. Do keto. Needless to say, I was beyond confusion at this point. Like I just had my mind absolutely blown. So this is where I had to use my academic skills. You know, I was in college. I was like, let me put these skills that I'm paying thousands of dollars for to use. I turned to websites that were .gov, .edu, authors of books that use scientific research to back up what they had to say. And this led me to someone called Mike Matthews, who is an author. He has amazing books. I definitely recommend reading them if you get the chance. I read all of his books early on in my journey and I would say this helped me tremendously. I went to school in 2016 and it's about 2020. Like I am about to graduate college. It took me four whole years to finally start to get a grasp on how to lift weights. And I had never had a coach or anything like that. I never had anyone to help me. So I had to do all this by myself, researching, trial and error to figure out what works for me. And I'm not saying this is recommended because this is the long way to do it. If you can get help from someone, I would definitely recommend doing that. That is the one thing if I had the chance to go back and do that I would have done. So at this point, the pandemic has just hit. It's early 2020. I'm about to graduate college. And the next logical step in my brain is to get certified as a personal trainer. I want to be clear that my intention with getting certified was never to help people in the first place. It was to help myself. During this time, I learned a ton of basics on how to make an effective program and the importance of calories and macros. To be honest, though, I didn't love everything that the certification taught. I think that the research I had previously done had inspired me to take the knowledge I learned during my certification and also combine it with the research I'd done to come up with something kind of a little different to figure out what works best for me and potentially others as well. It was around August in 2020 that I got my certification as a trainer. And during this time, I was also working on myself, putting into action all these new things I was learning with my workouts. And it was about 2021 that I first started seeing progress. So it was almost a whole year at this point because I started in early 2020 studying and by early 2021, I started seeing progress. And I was so proud of myself, even though it took me so long to start seeing results, like I was incredibly proud of myself. That's when I turned to social media because I had become an online coach in 2020, but I never had the confidence to help people. So at this point, I'm thinking now is the time to get started. I made my Instagram account in 2020, but I literally did nothing with it until 2021. And even then I was super uncomfortable posting on it. I never wanted to post my face. I was always just posting like infographics and tweets and things like that. It wasn't until late 2021 and early 2022 that I felt comfortable putting myself out there, posting my face, posting my body, posting my videos, my knowledge outside of the basic selfie. I was incredibly scared to be judged at first because for those who don't personally know me from growing up, which is probably the majority of people listening in right now, I grew up extremely reserved, like 
quiet. I didn't really talk to many people except for my immediate friends. I was really shy and I hated being put on the spot, hated all the attention on me. As you can imagine, putting yourself out there on social media is extremely scary. It's literally all eyes on you, waiting for millions of people to place judgment on you from a short clip, a little picture, and criticize everything you have to say. I remember when I first started posting videos of myself working out, I was so scared that another fitness cat was going to comment on my post and be like, your form sucks, this information you're putting in the caption sucks, like... I was just so nervous because I hated being wrong. I was like, if people are going to trust me, like I need to be putting out correct information at all times and I need to be on top of everything. It took me a while to realize that in the fitness space, everything is so opinion oriented. Every single trainer, every single fitness account has different opinions of what's right, what's wrong, what's good for you, what's bad for you. So it really is hard to figure out what account is putting out good information, what person can I trust because everyone has all these different opinions. What I personally did when I was following people who I thought had good advice was listen to what they're saying, try out their advice for myself, see if it works for me, see if it makes sense, and if it does, continue to follow their advice. I found about five fitness accounts at the time that I thought were putting out good information that was reliable, that made sense, that worked for me and my body, and I continued to follow those people and take their advice for long periods of time, and I sometimes still am looking at their stuff, seeing if it aligns with what I'm currently putting out to know this is good information. After I came to this realization that every account is really putting out different information, I just said, you know, F it, I'm gonna put out what I think is best for me and my followers. And by my followers, I don't really mean the 500 or so thousand followers that you see on my Instagram page now. I mean the 4,000-ish followers that I had at the beginning of 2022. I started realizing my posts were actually getting traction, I was getting comments, I was getting followers, and people were believing in what I had to say. So I kind of started to believe more in myself because I was being validated by so many different people. This was kind of when I figured out that my niche was going to be beginners in the gym because that was the group of people that I could help the best. And to be honest, it was really the people who were engaging in my content, messaging me, and things like that that kept me going because I don't really love social media to begin with and if I didn't have this coaching business now that I have, I really would not be posting on social media at all. But I found a passion for helping others who need it the most, which particularly happens to be gym newbies, so for that I've been so grateful. It's really been my followers and the people that supported me that helped me build up my self-confidence because I was never a confident person and sometimes I still do struggle with it. But from where I started, my confidence has absolutely skyrocketed. And it's allowed me to do so many different things such as putting out this podcast, putting out a blog, putting out a beginner's ebook, representing different brands, being featured in different news outlets and articles, and even being nominated for an influencer award. These are all things that I would have never imagined for myself just a few years ago, but I am super grateful 
to you guys for helping me achieve these things. And in return, that is why I've set out my mission to help the gym newbies build their own confidence in the gym because I want to take what you've given me and give it back to you. So that is kind of a wrap on the journey of how I started out as a lazy high school athlete and how I came to become this confident gym rat who helps people start their own fitness journeys and succeed. This is just your reminder to take that step out of your comfort zone because if you do not, you will not grow and succeed as a person and it doesn't really matter what we're talking about here. Like I know this podcast is about fitness and health, but this is with anything in life. If you don't take a step away from what you're comfortable with, you are not going to achieve the things in life that you want. For those of you who don't know, this podcast has a blog as well. It started as a blog. I've just turned it into a podcast. But every Thursday, I'm going to be releasing new blog posts and likely a podcast episode to go with it. If you prefer reading, head over to the site www.emilyrobinson.fit to check out that blog. The podcast topic will be the same, but it will have slightly different narrative because I'm not just going to read the blog post word for word. I'm going to add some personality into it. I'm going to add a little extra content into it. So whatever method you prefer, maybe you prefer both, just know that those are available to you. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and tag me on Instagram at emilyrobinson.fit so that I can personally thank you. You can also head over to my website, emilyrobinsonfitness.com to check out my beginner's ebook that goes over everything you need to know about mindset, working out, and nutrition to get started with your fitness journey and succeed. Until next time, signing off, Coach Emily.